What you are about to hear is a labor of love. Our love is for the music, and music is for the people. We at Rockstrikes10 and cnjradio.com have always recommended that any music we promote on our shows be legally purchased, downloaded, and or streamed. We feel this way not only for our network of shows, but for all music-based shows. By supporting the artist in this way, more music can be created and the industry as a whole can prosper. The music is owned by their respective labels or hopefully the artists themselves. This broadcast is owned by cnjradio.com. Our only mission is to promote the music we love and promote the legal purchase of it. Enjoy the show and turn it up. Welcome to Rock
Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com. All right. So, yes, there you go. We that you just heard Amsterdam by Van Halen or Van Hagar if you will. And that gives way to what the theme is here on the show this week. The inevitable episode number 420 or 420. Now, some of you out there, longtime friends of the show, are probably saying to yourself, Joey, why would you, as someone who's paying yourself as a lifelong straight edge guy, be doing the obvious episode about weed? Well, a few reasons. Number one, it is episode 420. I've been playing this episode since episode one because that's how the show started. Wacky themes and stuff like that and songs that tie in to those themes. I wanted to get back to some old school theme mentality, and this is one of the ones I've been planning on for a long time, damn near 10 years to get to this episode. Also, just because I'm straight edge doesn't mean that I'm not pro-legalization of marijuana. Uh, you know, so I'm compelled to kind of know it both ways. Even if I've never partaken in it, I understand, you know, that it has use in the world. And some people partake in it recreationally, some people partake in it for strictly medical reasons, and or both. Uh, also, you know, my if my dear mother ever hears this, she'll probably be partaking in it at some point during her life in the last stage, because, you know, there's a lot of science behind medicinal marijuana that has been proven to be a thing. Uh, it can, you know, possibly help with any kind of onset of Alzheimer's or just any kind of, you know, nagging injuries things such as that. So I'm pro-legalization and pro-decriminalization of it across the board. Hell, I'm honestly pro-legalization across the board of all drugs and to decriminalize it. And for people that need the treatment, even on the harder stuff, there'll be facilities in place to do that here in America, which would be nice because places all over the world do it and they're doing fine. They're doing great, actually. A lot of them are doing way better than us. Anyway, there's my little soapbox and political stance for the show. Let's get into the party, yeah, okay, I'm not going to pretend like I'm stoned or anything on this episode, but I am going to play 10 stoner anthems that I have chosen here for the show, uh, to varying degrees that these are classics or anthems, but these are songs that I've picked out for this particular show. Obviously kicking off there with the most blatant song about marijuana that Van Halen ever recorded, that was Amsterdam from the great underrated record there, Balance. I saw that tour. I believe Sammy was actually wearing a shirt from the Bulldog in Amsterdam, if I'm not mistaken, which is one of the things that's name-checked in that song. It's a place in Amsterdam where it's a big tourist attraction for legal weed and hash bars and legal prostitution and red light district area, stuff like that, as you can tell by the lyrics in there. So yeah, we're going to do nine more songs here on the episode that are strictly about marijuana. Not so much drugs, but just strictly marijuana. And I cut some cool songs off for that reason, because I was trying to get it down, because there's obviously a lot of songs about this. But I wanted to play you 10 fun songs here that I thought would be befitting for the episode 420 here on Rock Strikes 10. Got it? All right, let's get to the next song here. And uh, here's one I never thought I'd play on the show, but I do have some cool covers of it. I'm not a fan of the original so much. Not a big Dylan guy at all. I do respect the journey and the man. But, you know, just not a fan for some obvious reasons. But, you know, this is a fun little song right here. You can hear it endlessly playing on PA systems if you go to rock shows. And, uh, you know, like I said, speaking of Van Halen, 
I saw them do Amsterdam live. The first time I ever saw a show was Poison and Abilene in 1988. That was the first time I smelled weed smoke. And even then at eight years old, like I knew what it was. Like I didn't even see it, but I definitely could tell, okay, that's what that is. All right. And I grew up in the just say no era also. So, all right. I'm skip shouting here. Let's man, I'm, am I straight edge? Okay. Uh, but yeah, right here, this is a Bob Dylan song. Of course, you know, we're going to do Rainy Day Women, number 12 and 35, which what the hell, man, you got to be high to come up with that as a song title and make it stick. But, oh, well, yeah, but yeah, there's, there's quite a few cool covers of this song. I was going to go either Lenny Kravitz or Black Crows. Uh, so I flipped a coin and I also asked Nola and both things said Black Crows. So here you go from the Hotel Illness import single. Uh, here is the Black Crows doing their version of Bob Dylan's all-time stoner anthem, Rainy Day Women, number 12 and 35. Of course, more famously known as Everyone Must Get Stoned. Check it out.
right, Rainy Day Women, number 12 and 35, covered there by the Black Crows. Yeah, like I said, that was from the import single of Hotel Illness. That's where I got it from. I, I was remembering when the song was playing that that was also on a tribute to marijuana in popular music. I can't remember the name of it, but it, it escapes me. Once again, am I straight edge? No. I, I really am. Uh, but yeah, you know, I should have made the joke also that I actually have Sammy Hagar's version of that too. <laughs> so that's the other reason why I didn't play it. I just kind of forgot. So it got left off the show for that reason. But hell, I couldn't have played Amsterdam if I'd have played Sammy's version of that. But if you're interested, go look that up. Uh, Sammy does a version of it on the Living It Up album. And also um, the, the Lenny Kravitz version is on this Dylan tribute that came out a few years ago. It's like one of the Starbucks CDs. It was like a three-disc set. It's actually got a lot of cool people on it, so go check that out as well. Some little extra credit there for you. Now moving on here, of course, you know this song if you've seen one of the great weed movies of the 90s, which would be Friday. That's kind of where this song made a comeback, but uh, it dates all the way back to the late 70s. And uh, one of the great all-time R&B and funk artists here, Rick James. Of course, you can't do a weed show without Rick freaking James. Oh, my God. The guy that played his bass like a lead guitar. I mean, a lot of people in funk made the bass cool, but Rick James uh, you know, and Bootsy Collins were like the two bass players that made it truly awesome. Like, you wanted to be a bass player. Uh, from a technical standpoint, you'd want to be Louis Johnson. But uh, Rick James and Bootsy were like rock stars. So, yeah, man, uh, you know, I still love these old Rick James records. And uh, he was on quite a run here at this point, starting from his rookie year, uh, musically all the way up until about 81, 82 for me. Uh, and Street Songs, another great record here. But before he did all that, uh, early on in his career, he put out this one right here, just putting it right out there, what he was all about. Uh, so here you go. Here's an early classic by the late, great Rick James. This is, of course, Mary Jane. Do it, 
from his Red Hot debut album, Come Get It, from 1978. That was Rick James, and that was Mary Jane. Get that Come Get It record. Uh, it's a, That's a true title right there. Also got the classic You and I on there in Hollywood. It's a cool record, man. Uh, like I said, get like the first handful of Rick James records, at least all the way to Street Songs. Just some of the best albums ever. Awesome stuff. A real pinnacle of funk and R&B right there. And speaking of pinnacles, of course, you can't do a weed show without playing some reggae. I mean, good God, who am I here? Uh, you know, I don't have a massive reggae collection, but I, I knows what it likes. And, you know, not a big Marley guy. I can appreciate him. Uh, you know, maybe it's just the whole it's so obvious. Maybe I'm being a little snobby there. He's got some good songs, obviously, and I dig the message. But I was always more of a Peter Tosh guy. Uh, and so, yeah, my the, my main reggae stuff is Peter Tosh records. And anything on the Trojan label. Like that real dark, hardcore dub reggae. Like just, I mean, you, if you don't know dub reggae, you got to dive into it. It's some great stuff. It's some of the coolest music ever. Uh, but yeah, that all being said, Peter Tosh is my main reggae guy. Also, of course, an original member of the Whalers, if you didn't know that. Uh, my favorite all-time reggae album is probably Equal Rights. Uh, but another great album of his, uh, we're going to play the title cut off of it. And this one's pretty obvious. It's pretty on the nose. So, And I talked about this earlier. So here you go. Here's my man Peter Tosh right here with Legalize It. Oh, yeah, too. 
back there to 1976 that was peter tosh with legalize it from the album of the same name obviously that was a even in jamaica that was a pretty controversial record at the time Uh, you would think that the culture you know just being over here from america you think that they wouldn't care that much but no they were uh you know there's a lot of talk in that song about being victims of the the police bring you know bringing them down and stuff like that and i think even in the song he said it's going to be like cigarettes at one point and, and we're getting close we're getting to that point worldwide uh but yeah you know we'll see i got a feeling that things are going to get a lot cooler for uh, you partakers in the next uh, few years so yeah we'll see what happens if you don't like the way laws are vote <laughs> that's what i gotta say about that <laughs> get off the couch and vote okay and just when you think that that's going to be the oldest song that we play here on Rock Strikes 10, we actually got two more that are older than that coming up from what I can tell by the playlist here. This one is the oldest song we're playing here on the show tonight. And, uh, you know, there's actually a version of this that's pretty popular from the year I was born, uh, 1979. Uh, you know, Aerosmith put out this record called Night in the Ruts, and it featured a song called Reeferhead Woman. We're going to go back and play the original, original, original version of that song. I had to dig deep for this one, but I found it. I wanted to play this original because I figured those of you who know it, know it. But maybe you haven't heard the original. As far as I could tell in my research, this dates all the way back to 1945. The original version was by a band called Jazz Gillum and his Jazz Boys. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy this. Here is the OG version of Reefer Head Woman. There you go. Reaper head woman, 
can't see why my baby sleeps so sound. Well, I can't see why my baby sleeps so sound. She must have smoked a reefer and is bound to carry her down. When I left her this morning, I left her sleeping sound. When I left her this morning, I left her sleeping sound. The only way she could catch me is to run like a full bloodhound. Occasionally, I like to go all the way back and play some original Roots blues artists right there. And despite the fact that that was by an act called Jazz Gillum and his Jazz Boys, I mean, that's clearly a blues song right there. So, Reefer Head Woman, the original version, uh, made more popular for sure by Aerosmith in 1979. But, you know, I, I've gone back and played the like really old original version of Ice Cream Man on the show before. Go back and check that out. And uh, we, we've done some tributes to the Jump Blues and blues artists here as well. Not out of character here on Rock Strikes 10, just not something we do every day. But I hope you enjoyed that. Let's move over to something pretty damn obvious. I played something that was made popular by the movie Friday. Now I'm going to play something that was made popular by one of the real first counterculture movies where the stars were obviously on the bus, if you will, but they were actually on their motorcycles. Uh, but, you know, that's another different kind of term. Uh, but yeah, of course, Easy Rider paved the way for new counterculture post-hippie culture, weed culture, what have you. It was the beginning of renegade cinema and the kind of the birth of 70s film. So for that reason, you got to give it up for it. I'm not a big fan of Easy Rider, but I totally get why it's popular and why it made a difference and an impact. And uh, the journey is definitely interesting. This song got a massive boost from its inclusion in the movie and soundtrack to Easy Rider. So here you go. This is Stefan Wolf 
with their version of Hoyt Axton's The Pusher.
Steppenwolf with their tribute or warning to the pusher <laughs> you know that's it reminds me a lot of the music that would wind up on superfly you know talking about the pusher man and everything uh so yeah maybe that song begat that soundtrack it's very very possible I, I, it sounds right to me at least but yeah like i said that was originally recorded and written by hoyt axton go look up that guy you know who he is trust me you know who he is okay you know what let's stick with film because you know uh, whether it's really lighthearted stuff or really deep, weird stuff. Uh, marijuana plays a big part in film. And this one, you know, for me, if you're going to go comedy, not just weed comedy, but any comedy, this one and the aforementioned Friday are always a good idea when it comes to just wanting to sit down and laugh for an hour and a half. I'm talking about Up in Smoke, Up in Smoke, one of my favorite comedies ever. And uh, why waste time? Here's the theme song performed by the stars of the film here is cheech and chong with up in smoke enjoy up in smoke that's where my money goes in my lungs Sometimes up my nose When troubled times Begin to bother me I take a toke And all my cares Go up in smoke Donde todo es libre There are no signs Que dicen no fume So I roll un bomber Y me doy un buen toque Y después I choke all of my cares go up in smoke I 
que se mortifica all the time se hacen viejos antes de su tiempo para y se arrebata all the gustos you can find porque all all the time get high time come on let's go get high up in smoke that's where I want to be cause when I'm high the world below don't bother And dangerous road I take a toe And all my cares Go up in smoke I take a toe And all my cares Go up in smoke Cheech and Chong right there From the movie up in smoke dating all the way back there to 1978 the year before i was born but it's a super fun film and i always love putting it on you know i really like a lot of weed movies even though i'm not a weed guy it's uh, you know funny is funny that's all i gotta say about that and a lot of my favorite stand-ups were definitely uh, on the weed that's for sure all right let's stick with film for one more song here uh you know the next generation of weed comedy definitely started in the 90s you know, the whole grunge thing. And, you know, obviously, like, it's not so much the grunge bands. I'm sure a lot of them partook in marijuana, but obviously the image of, you know, the grunge scene and the alternative scene is like heroin for the most part, sadly. But there was definitely a weed movement going on uh, that kind of brought all the weed comedies back. And I think the, the front runner was definitely Kevin Smith. All of his films either have just multiple references to weed or the entire plot is about weed. So Kevin Smith is definitely an icon of marijuana culture. And one of the least weed-type films uh, that he ever did was Mallrats. But, you know, it's definitely still in there. But I'm actually going to play a song from the Mallrats soundtrack. I figured, hey, let's play something a, a tad more modern. I mean, I guess the newest we get here on this particular episode is the mid-90s. But, you know, hey, work with me here. Uh, so yeah, I thought of this one immediately just because it's so obvious as far as the title goes and me just like, well, at least something by a Kevin Smith movie ought to be on this episode. So immediately I thought of this song. So here you go from the Mallrats soundtrack from 1995. This is Australia's Silver Chair and the song Stoned. <laughs> Yes. 
All right, there you go. Bringing the distortion and the 90s mentality right there. That was Silverchair with the song Stoned from the Mallrats soundtrack. I believe, if my research has it correct, that was a B-side from their first album. I think for the single for Tomorrow, their biggest hit. But I actually liked Silverchair as they went on. They actually evolved pretty well there. We got two more songs. We're going to go with one of the more famous all-time weed songs right here. One of the great heavy metal songs of all time as well. From what is considered the all-time classic stoner rock album. I believe the quote was, The album that launched a thousand stoner rock bands. And I do not feel that that quote is an exaggeration. So, this song was originally from the album Masters of Reality. And since you've probably heard this a ton, I'm going to go ahead and go with the live version right here. Because I feel like it's super fitting that we go with this particular live version. Because like you would probably do, if you were under that particular influence, you might play that song even just a tad slower. So here you go. Here is a laid back live version of Black Sabbath's Sweet Leaf. All right, we're going to do a number now. Entitled Sweet Leaf. <laughs>
Yeah, that's such a fun version. I love how the middle jam section like is faster than the original and the regular part of the song is slower than the original. That's ah uh, yes. Gotta love some Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath is law. That particular version was from the Past Lives release, which was basically the Live at Last album and some other stuff from the 70s. But Past Lives is a pretty cool collection, actually. I think you definitely have to be a hardcore fan to love it, but I think it's awesome. So we got one more right here. I first heard this song, uh, maybe it was on uh, either the Red Peter Show or Dr. Demento. It might have been both. Uh, I can't remember exactly where I heard it originally, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's been played on both shows. So this is like a comedy parody song, basically. But I think it's a lot of fun. This is a parody of Danny and the Juniors at the Hop done by a band called Dash Rip Rock. And it's called Let's Go Smoke Some Pot. Enjoy. Well, you can smoke it, you can chew it, you can really try to do it, smoking pot. Well, you can sing it in a song, you can smoke it in a bomb, smoking pot. Well, it's a latest sensation that's sweeping the nation, smoking pot. Let's go! Let's go smoke some pot. 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 Come on, let's go smoke some pot. Well, there was Eva Kell and the new Bohemian smoking pot. Pot, pot, pot. Well, there's the Black Crows and driving and crying smoking pot. Pot, pot, pot. pot. There's the spin doctors and blues travelers smoking pot. Pot, pot, pot. Let's go, let's go smoke some pot. 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 Closing off the show there, that was Dash Rip Rock with Let's Go Smoke Some Pot. A lot of fun there. I always like bringing the fun if I can. And I hope you've enjoyed this episode number 420, the 420 show, or whatever I'm calling it. So yeah, we can all be friends. I don't partake, but I do not begrudge people that do partake. I am not saying I'm better than anybody for being straight edge. That is just my choice, and life is choices. So... All right, that's a that's enough uh, barroom Buddhism right there. So check out the other shows. Check out all the 419 episodes of Rock Strikes 10 available all throughout the interweb. And to figure out how to do that, we're going to get into the plugs. So I'm going to send you over to my better half, Nola, 
and stay tuned for the best damn outro song in all the podcasting business. Take it away, Nola. We would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today. You can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. Every time you share our show, our new kittens Ruby and Ripley get a treat. We're on Twitter at RockStrikes10, and the direct email is RockStrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have RockStrikes10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high-quality, soft-as-heck, next-level branded shirt and a button. Send us an email or direct message for more details or to order. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is cnjradio.com. You can visit this site for all episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going back all the way to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, check out these other quality shows. The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other. The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative. The Last Theater, starring Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. Talking Rock with Joey and the great Mark Streakel of Talking Metal. And the I Am Vinyl Podcast with Pete LaRussa and occasionally Joey. Last but not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRussa and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun.